T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. If you want to serve, you'll have to take a loyalty oath to the party. Yep. Used to be standard operating procedure, the USSR. And now it is among Republicans, not even Democrats, Republicans in the state of South Carolina. This oath is so extreme that one of the things that you have to pledge to our leaders to do, and those leaders, unfortunately, are Davey Hyatt of Pickens County and the Speaker Pro Tempore Tommy Pope, you have you cannot even, and this is what a lot of legislature legislators would do. They would take a picture. There's a vote screen at the legislature that shows you know who voted yes, who voted no on various bills. A lot of legislators would just take a picture of that, right, and tweet it out, put it on Facebook. You cannot even share the screen that shows how your colleagues voted. You know why? Because they voted with the Democrats a lot, and they would prefer their own constituents not know. So they are asking them for a loyalty pledge uh joining us in just a moment is dr bill devore he ran for the state legislature and folks what's going on in this in this in this state it's the same thing that kevin mccarthy was doing but our state leaders are doing it our state leaders are so not with us that they are targeting with tons of money and calling out conservative candidates limited government candidates in the republican primaries this isn't democrats doing that i would expect this from them this is the republican leadership it's gotten so extreme that they don't want their members to tell other people about what fake Republicans are doing and how they're voting in the legislature. I'll let Dr. Bill DeVore tell you about it. He joins us right now. Good morning, Dr. DeVore. Uh, hey, Tara. Thanks for having me on the show. That's exactly right. The South Carolina House leadership, they want to put into place an incumbent protection program, and they're doing that by maintaining mandating that the Republican caucus sign that loyalty pledge that that what it says is no GOP lawmaker shall engage in any campaign activity of any kind against another caucus member in good standing. So if conservatives are trying to change um, uh, Columbia in a conservative way, they sure are making it hard to do that. They want to keep the status quo. Yeah, it's just even limited government types. If you don't like the idea of like raising gas taxes or taxes at all, they're going to take you out um, in in the primaries in this state. Yeah, they don't want to expose the the conserv what the conservative lawmakers are trying to do is expose their liberal colleagues' voting record, and and the leadership doesn't want that. Conservatives don't want this uh, this loyalty oath. Conservatives don't want this lack of transparency. Um, how healthy can that be when you don't have a transparency in your government? It's just going to keep the status quo where we're the we're labeled the most 
liberal GOP-led state in the nation. And we do. We have um, the most liberal voting record. I got to tell you, Dr. Bill DeVore, this bothers me um, as a radio host because what this means is the interviews that I normally do around election time, I can't even do them anymore because Republicans are not allowed to come on and criticize fellow Republicans they may be running against um, or they're not allowed to come on you know, during the year and say, hey, listen, the leadership is running this really awful bill for South Carolina. They want to raise gas taxes. You can't even do that anymore. I mean, they can't come talk to their constituents on this radio station. That's crazy. Right. They can't engage in campaign activity of any kind against another caucus member. And listen, we're, I'm not the only conservative upset about this. Upstate young Republican sent an open letter to the caucus basically saying this oath is embarrassing. Please stop it. And on a national level, even Glenn Beck has weighed in on it and, and opposed it. This, this oath of incumbent protectionism, it, it's just got to stop. That's right. Glenn Beck was the one who actually likened it to Stalinism. He couldn't believe our legislature was was doing this here. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about, I mean, you ran for the legislature. What what was that like? You ran as a Republican. You expected, of course, to be attacked by Democrats, but not your fellow Republicans. Well, they, they certainly didn't like me exposing my opponent's voting record. That That's for sure. And so I, I wasn't very... Uh, I didn't come into the race with a lot of hugs from the leadership, even from the county uh, Republican Party. So it was a, a very distant feel um, when I stood in front of people and exposed my candidate's record. It was a lot of shaking heads, no, but I had the proof there to show, and they didn't like that. And you know what else they didn't like, um, Dr. DeVore? You're too kind to say it. How close you got to beating that incumbent and I suspect that you personally may be part of the reason how effective you were at exposing how often your opponent votes with the Democrats, that you personally might be the reason they've come up with this loyalty oath. I, I, I don't know the motivation behind this, this oath, but um, that certainly could play a part of it. it it's just an em- embarrassment and it, uh, for the leadership, and I, I think they need to retract it and, and move on. Now, we have had a few brave legislators say, no, I'm not taking that oath. I'm, I'm going to represent the people, not the party leaders in Colombia. Yes, around 18 really um, patriots uh, said, no, they're not signing it. I, I believe close to 70 did sign it, but 18 true patriots who are for conservatism and, and wanting to ex- expose the Republican in name only um, lawmakers down there. Um, to, uh, so they can make a difference. Given what happened to you, I'm afraid for what's going to happen to them. Have you heard through the grapevine, because I know you're pretty connected, have you heard any, you know, what happens to you if you don't take the Stalinist loyalty oath? Well, there'll be uh, uh, some possible disciplinary action that um, is going as far as they'll kick you out of the party. Yeah, and, and I've heard that too, that that's on the table. I mean, had, you're, you're talking about, I mean, think about what you're saying. They're talking about kicking people out of the party for literally following the Republican platform. I mean, because that's what this is. This isn't radical stuff these guys are advocating for. This is straight down the line Republican Party platform stuff. That, that's correct. The, the, the reason and the purpose of the caucus is to advance con, concert, conservative um, bills and legislation and stuff, not to... Um, 
not to try to um, cement the uh, good old boy system. Uh, the, the purpose of that caucus is to, for conservative um, movement. What do you think, Dr. Bildevor, and, and I hope you'll run again, I really do. Um, do what do you think that, that people listening to this now, their mouths are just hanging open hearing this? And you know what's going on. I, I always spell it. Look, in this state, you can't win as a Democrat. We have a Republican supermajority now. So all the Democrats just run as Republicans, but they're all pretending. What can you do um, if you're frustrated by this and you're a South Carolina voter? What should you do? Well, first, if, if they have an R behind their name and they're voting um, opposite of that, just follow their voting record. Get engaged on that. There's, um, there's a good bill that's getting ready to come up, and you could probably follow that one, and that's the state sovereignty um, bill where there's a lot of uh, meat in there about n- nullification of the federal government and, and what they're trying to talk, uh, you know force things on the state. And so that would be a, a good place to start is follow these legislatures' votes and how they're uh, on these conservative matters. And um, if you don't like it, give them a call and ask them to explain themselves. Well, Dr. Bildevor, we appreciate you running. Hope you'll do it again. And um, just got to keep our eyes on this because this is, this is outrageous. I had such hopes for the legislature um, now that Hugh Leatherman has moved on to greener pastures. And this is, uh, this is very disappointing. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. want to thank you for joining us this morning on 106.3 WORD. Thank you, Tara. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. See if you can make this make sense. In order to save the polar bears, who are actually not dying, they're thriving. A study on that last year. To save the polar bears, we must kill the whales. Now, wait a minute. Remember this whole polar bear thing, okay? Because the left is obsessed with this. And the reason the polar bear thing with the global warming sticks in my craw, this is what they use in schools. I was um, on a field trip, Greenville County Schools. It's been almost three years ago now. Um, with one of my children, and we had to go to this presentation downtown. I thought it would be the coolest thing. It was National Geographic Photographers, and they were going to talk about the whole thing was a global warming lecture. And I'm sitting in the chair, and I'm just thumping my, I'm just tapping, 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 tapping. I am getting angrier and angrier and angrier. Um, And one of the photographers 
talks about how the um, seal, the no, the penguins are endangered, and that they had had a, a, just had because of global warming and the warmth a, a year was you know a very small number of penguins born and they're in danger. So I looked up that year and he was right. That was a very uh, low year, scientists say, for penguin births. What he kind of didn't tell you was that uh, years after that they exploded. He sort of forgot to mention that. It was pure manipulation, just like the dang polar bears. And now, what is the left doing? <laughs> They're killing whales to save the polar bears. Oh, and when the whales die, it's cool. Offshore wind projects. Um, apparently, these offshore wind projects, according to Fox News, are killing marine life. We have dead whales. I love whales and dolphins and sea life. I do. I'm a sucker for that stuff. I am. Um... A uh, recent spate of dead wheels washing up along the New Jersey, New York coastline, and not a few, quite a bit of whales washing up. Why is this happening? Well, they think their um, sonar gets confused during the intense geotechnical surveying of the wind farm leases off of New Jersey. Does the left care? No, they do not. They're going to save the polar bears who weren't in trouble by killing the whales. Folks, I'm sorry. We've never had a natural gas spill kill a whale. You ever heard of that? Yeah, because this never happened. Not happening. Natural gas is clean. It reduces our carbon output, and it doesn't kill whales. Why don't we use it? Because look, look the, the, you know what this shows? The left doesn't care about polar bears. They don't care about whales. They don't care about the climate. That's why more than one, think about this, 1,000 jets at Davos this weekend. Not a thousand people at Davos for the World Economic Forums. Let's quash the people through communism and our fist in the name of global warming that we don't clearly care about. Not a thousand people, a thousand private jets flew into Davos. So that Joe Manchin could sit around and talk about how, gosh, you know, we need to get to do away with the free press in, in America. It's, it's becoming a problem. They're just too radical. But he wasn't talking about CNN or MSNBC or any of those people. He didn't care about them. He was talking about... Social media platforms and the media that publishes there. That would be, oh, I don't know, us. That would be Breitbart and Daily Call or all of us. And he's just openly wandering around Davos telling people, telling them, well, we just need to go ahead and crush that. Um, dude, you're from America, moron. Ever read the Constitution? Perhaps you should. You won't have to read too far down the Bill of Rights. It's number one. Free speech. But see, this is normal now. They have accepted... They have a right to censor. The FBI will be the gatekeeper, and they can just shut down whoever they want. So they're speaking it out loud. But anyway, these offshore wind farms, holy cow. The intense sound caused by the projects uh, could be to blame for the recent spike in deaths. Um, and, and it's been a really big change. Um, and really sad, too. I hate to see those animals die. They're just absolutely beautiful. More than a dozen of them have washed up in, like, the last six weeks. That's a huge number. New Jersey, New York. Does the left care? Oh, no, they don't. Because they're hypocrites. They're total hypocrites. And then this, folks. This is going to become a thing, okay? Everybody's like, yeah, man, they're laughing right now. They're not going to be laughing. Did you see the Wyoming bill that bans EVs? Even if it passes, it's not going to actually ban, you know, it's not going to actually have the ban effect. But this is sort of the, the volley, right? It's the first cannonball. I was in Charleston this weekend. So my daughter and I took the Harbor Cruise and we saw where the actual first shot of the Civil War was fired. Pretty cool. If you're into history like we are. Uh, this is the first shot against EVs. And well, everyone's like, oh man, why would you ban EVs, right? 
No, we're going to need to ban EVs. Because let me tell you what, Elon Musk has told us, and he would know, we have to double the size of the grid, and we have to double the energy that flows through the grid if everyone is going to plug their car in at night. Or people aren't going to plug their car in at night. We just had rolling blackouts over Christmas because guess what? There was no solar. And that would, you know what happened? The lights went out. Poor guy in Anderson died. He died. He died literally. I'm not making this up. WBTV.com. Read the article. Anderson County died grasping, grasping for the oxygen machine. He didn't get there fast enough. Bam, dead. Dispatched by Duke Energy. And their green policies. Because they decided to rely on solar during a time there was no sun. And they had to go to brownouts. They had to go to rolling brownouts. Well, folks, what happens when you try to pull your, when you want to plug your car in? You don't. You don't plug your car in. And that's the point. They have total control. If your car goes electric, they can literally say, oh, you, no, you'll only be driving to work on Tuesday and Friday. Sorry about that. Not enough energy. Can't plug it in. We have one or two. Look, here's the thing. I have no problem with EVs. If you want an EV, if you have one, I have friends who do have EVs. They're really cool, actually. Especially that Tesla thing, like you can call the car and it comes. That is seriously cool. I have no problem with that. But I do have a problem with it. If you want to drive your EV and you're not out there pushing them to expand the grid, to provide the energy to provide to drive your EV, now I got a problem with you. Because you're going to screw me up. Now I can't cook um, dinner for my family on Christmas Eve because you're plugging your EV in. We cannot have EVs and a government policy of, Shutting down natural gas plants, shutting down coal plants. We cannot have those two things. We cannot. So, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, snickering about this Wyoming thing. We have to do this. We're going to have to ban EVs. Or we're going to choose between plugging in EVs and cooking our food. Plugging in EVs and boiling our water. Plugging in EVs and being warm. Plugging in EVs or the old man gets it. He dies. He dies. I mean, folks, I still can't get this out of my head. Reaching for the oxygen tank to breathe. He dies reaching for it. Because somebody had to plug their EV in. Well, the government's like, yeah, we'll just cut sources of energy, but increase our need for it. We'll just plug our cars in now. This is a stupid nation. We are a stupid nation. And that legislation, Wyoming is smart. It's the first volley. And right now, it's kind of more of a, uh, statement than it is a law. It's not going to actually ban EVs, but you know, it says it is. It, you know, it's 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 an intense statement. We're going to have to. We are going to have to, or you will choose. I'm telling you, cooking your food, having your pipes warm enough that they don't freeze and burst, or that EV. These are choices. They, the left acts like we don't have to make choices. We have to make really hard choices if you're going to plug that EV in. So if you want an EV, great. Go buy one, and you better spend your time lobbying, including here in South Carolina, for the natural gas to run it, for the natural gas lines to run it. Let's go get the natural gas off our shores, and you pull an e- you can plug that EV in all you want, but if not, you're a hypocrite. When we go through the next election, because every election they need a new big lie, 
Whatever the big lie is, assume it's fake. Even if all your friends, all your family, even conservative people you know are repeating it. It's fake. It's been a remarkable week. In fact, I'm going to do the Battleground podcast on this today. It's like the powers above, whoever they are, decided to admit. And they always do this. <laughs> that narrative. Yeah, we hosed y'all. It's as if they're so proud of how they host a whole country with a lie that they want to brag about it. The admissions over the last week have been incredible. And I just blows my mind that they've all been over the last week. We had the Washington Post admit, yeah, there wasn't really any Russian interference in the election. I mean, folks, I can remember that, that when that would dominate 60, 70% of newscast, Russian interference. Washington Post is like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we just reviewed a college study of it. It didn't really happen. There weren't really Russian bots. We've got the inside Twitter side of that, too, where they're trying to tell the FBI there's, there's no Russian bots. Nobody's interfering with our elections. We don't have them. And then the Washington Post is reporting anyway that there's all these bots on Twitter that are Russian interfering with the election. There wasn't. Twitter told them that. They didn't care. They ran with it anyway. The FBI ran with it anyway. Twitter told the FBI. There's no Russian disinformation campaigns. It's not out there. We'd see it. There's nothing. FBI didn't care. They still went to Washington Post to tell these liberals, oh, it's Russian disinformation. We have to ban it. It's so dangerous. Lie. Another big lie fell today. Can you imagine if we had known at the height of the so-called pandemic? Folks, this morning, this is so incredible, this news. You have to ask, do we have a pandemic? It's a, it's a fair question this morning. I don't think we did. CNN, folks, CNN, Dr. Leanna Wynn admitting on CNN.com in an article, 90% of the COVID deaths were fake. They were people who came into the hospital for something else, and it was coded a COVID death. They did not die of COVID. They died of cancer. They died of heart attacks. Folks, it was so bad. Some of them, they, they are getting in car wrecks. They're in the ambulance. They flatline on the way. They're done. They're dead. They test them at the morgue to see if they were COVID positive. They are literally, their bodies are smashed from the car wreck. This nation is crazy. Now, we're literally plum nuts. Now, remember, who was the gatekeeper for censorship, even on Twitter? It was the FBI. They censored for the CDC. And what did they do? Censor people just like me who said things like this. I did a turn in Facebook jail because I posted the, the CDC's own COVID coding from their website. I didn't alter it in any way. And it was shocking. It said to flip the way things were done. So in the past, if you, you know, had heart disease and you died of a heart attack, you know, you coded like heart disease, heart attack, right? And if you had a cold or something, that, that might be a secondary cause, for instance. You were to flip it. If COVID was involved at all, even to the point of a, of, of, of a positive test, you were a COVID death. Except you were thrown 20 feet from your motorcycle before you killed, got killed in the head on wreck. COVID death. But it's the rate she admits to that's so shocking. CNN, y'all, take it up with them, not me. 90% of the deaths were that way. When you look at those numbers, did we have a pandemic? I'm not sure we did. I'm not sure it was even a pandemic. We destroyed permanently 96,000 businesses through September with these lies. And before you blame only Biden, remember this coding system. And the reason the hospitals did, they lied. Let me, let me break it down for you. They lied. Our local hospitals lied. Our national hospitals lied. They're lying liars. And why did they lie? Because the government told them to. Well, if you, for every co positive COVID test, we'll count that as a COVID patient. We're going to pay you thousands of dollars. If you can get them on remdesivir, which kills you, you can get them on remdesivir, we're going to pay you thousands more. They die, and they're going to from the remdesivir. We pay you thousands more. You, you, uh, you get them on the vent, 
We'll pay you thousands for that. This is why they wouldn't let you take ivermectin. They needed to get you in the hospital. They needed the numbers. This was, folks, this is the ruling class. This was how they got the death numbers that justified the totalitarian powers. And now you know what we learned over the weekend? You want to know who else your censors are? Would you get that little message that said, oh, consensus, scientists agree. No, that's a load of crap. You know who your censors were? Pfizer was censoring. Twitter files from over the weekend. Oh, yeah, Pfizer. They censored you. What did they censor? Oh, only true things. Like natural immunity is better at fighting COVID than the Pfizer vaccine. Censored. Anybody who wanted to say there weren't that many deaths like me. Censored. Anyone who wanted a question correctly, as it turns out. The efficacy of the shot. Censored. By who? Or Pfizer. Pfizer. Here's how they did it. They spent millions of dollars lobbying uh, 15 platforms, including Twitter. We only have the Twitter files on this. They created a fake public interest group to go out and lobby against anything that might have let you think you didn't need the Pfizer shot so Pfizer could make billions. Then they turned around and donated money to all the big-time Republicans, including, listen, you know what Mitch McConnell got? He got a million dollars for the Republican Party uh, headquarters. They built him one in uh, Kentucky. That's blood money is what that is. Because if people had known the truth, more of them might have lived. But Pfizer was damn determined not to make that happen again. Let's not forget, who was the gatekeeper? By their own admission, the FBI. Gatekeeper for the Democrat Party, the Health and Human Services Department, the CDC, the State Department, and yes, Pfizer. Folks, you know, this is... You, did you have a did you have an in kids club in your school? I mean, that's not a club. It's a crowd. It's a group, right? Maybe you ran with them. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. Maybe you were cool. Maybe you weren't. I know this is hard to believe, but I wasn't cool. I mean, I wasn't uncool. I was one of the normal kids. You know what I mean? I had normal, average friends. I wasn't unpopular, or popular. These are the popular people. And being popular right now, you know what that means? You get to censor. You get to censor the people who are like, but 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 no, I just no, I don't think that that I think natural immunity is preferable. Shut up. Unbelievable. When liberals, you liberals, think you like conservatives being censored, we'll get a load of this. You got censored by Pfizer too. There was a liberal movement online on Twitter um, for Pfizer to go ahead and share the formula for its shot. Make it generic. That would be cheaper, right? So that low-income people could afford it and so that you know poor countries could afford it. Pfizer had you censored. You like Pfizer now? Still want to worship the shot as a religious experience? Because y'all built a religion around. You built a religion around a multinational corporation. You're fools. Anyway, so the these global drug giants had you totally censored. We don't even know the full extent of it right now. There are going to be more on this. The global lobbying blitz included direct pressure on social media. So here's what we learned today from David Sachs, co-founder of PayPal. The FBI is not delivering suggestions to Twitter for censorship. They're delivering directions. That's what's weird to me. See, this is a piece of we're missing. There's something missing here. Why does the FBI feel it can give directions, not ask, not polite asks, not, hey, help us out, save the country, directions to Twitter to censure? There's a piece missing. What, why do they have this power? When you get the answer to that, you're going to get the answer to everything. 
There's some reason social media does whatever they say. There's some reason that if the FBI is like, hey, I'm here on behalf of the Democrat Party. My friends at Pfizer, you're going to need to take that down. And social media is like, oh, okay. But, 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 but he's Jay Bhattacharya, Stanford University professor and medical doctor. Take him down. But he's right. Take him down. And they did. They took Jay Bhattacharya down. They took guys from Oxford. They took guys from Harvard. They took them all down. We can't live like this, folks. We can't. And this isn't just Twitter, okay? You might be like, well, I'm not on Twitter. Yeah? Well, you know what? Includes Google. You use that? Well, I use DuckDuckGo. Oh, cool. Guess who controls the algorithm for that? There's no out of it. It's everywhere. Anyway, so this is what we learned over the weekend. A massive, listen to this. This is Fox News. The massive push to censor and label COVID misinformation never applied to drug companies. And who were the biggest purveyors of misinformation? The drug companies. How do we know that? Well, we have a Cleveland Clinic study, peer-reviewed. Go look it up in the journal Science that has found over the weekend. The more it, it the, the more shots, well, it was before that, but it's come out in the Wall Street Journal last week. The more shots you took, the larger your chances of getting COVID, the higher your chances of getting COVID. You take two shots, 200 plus percent higher chance of getting COVID. You take three, 300 percent chance higher of getting COVID, which means higher chance of dying of COVID. The only misinformers, the only misinformers, what? It was Pfizer and they were doing the censoring. Look, folks, I bring this up because a lot of you, look, I know you're sick of COVID. I'm sick of COVID. But this isn't about COVID. It's not even about Pfizer. The next narrative, the next big lie that they'll use to try to control the next election will be done the same way. The people telling the truth will be censored by the people lying. And the FBI will act as the gatekeeper. We know how it happens now. Now, what are we going to do about it? Well, remarkable week. The major, the guts of the big narratives the last three, two, three years, all admitted to be fake. In the last week. That can't be a coincidence. Crazy. And here's what would have been crazy. I mean, I admit this, okay? Suppose you're you're just a normal person. You're not right wing. You're not left wing. You're just trying to get along in America, right? You like being free. You like free speech. You like all those things that the deep state doesn't want you to have. And 50 members of our intel committees, not communities, not just some people who sit in cubbies all day, but I'm talking the top, the directors of the CIA, all of the living ones, the directors of the FBI, the direct deputy directors of the FBI, the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency, all of that. All of them, over 50 of them sign a document saying that Hunter Biden laptop's not real. A rational, normal person. Says they can't all be lying. I mean, former directors of the CIA, deputy directors, all of these people, FBI, they're not lying. I mean, all 50, you can't get 50 people to lie. They're not all that corrupt. I mean, come on, that laptop's got to be fake. It's got to be Russian disinformation. It wasn't. They all lied. 
And they got the New York Post censored. They provided the justification for the censorship. It was a lie. The top-ranking agency among all, a lot of people think it's the CIA. It's not. It's the DIA. It synthesizes all of that classified data. The deputy director admitted over the weekend. Now keep in mind, this was used to silence the New York Post. This was used uh, by the media, this letter that they wrote, the lies they told. That's not really Hunter's laptop. That's Russian disinformation, silly. They all lied. It shows you, you know what this shows? Generations of profound corruption in our intel apparatus. That's what it shows. Those signatories, every one of them should be stripped of their security clearances. And there are Republicans in Congress working on it right now because they're dangerous people. They're dangerous to this country. But here's the crazy part about this. New York Post contacted every one of them when it turned out that was Hunter's laptop, said, you know, you have any comment? They gaffed off the New York Post. Nobody had any comment. Well, one of them, the former deputy director of the DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency, was contacted by an Australian reporter. And you know what he admitted? We, we knew we knew that stuff on the laptop was real. We knew it was. And he tried to use the cover of, well, if the Russians were faking a laptop, we knew most of the information would be real. It, it, it would be to make it look real. Well, honey, that's not what you said in the latter. You said it was all Russian disinformation. Laptop was fake. It, just, it was all just ignored all. That's what you said. New York Post went back and got the letter and was real clear on that. They're trying to change this now. You know what? They don't, want to use, they don't want to lose their security clearances. Republicans are about to strip them. So you know what they did? They sent him out from the fort. Go out there and say, you know, we, we, we're just, we, we knew it was disinformation. We, just, we knew some of it would be true. No, that's not what you said. That's not what you said. You assisted in the election of a profoundly compromised individual owned by China via his son to ascend to the presidency. That's what our intel agencies do now. And do you know what that means? They need to be totally taken apart. Eliminated completely. I'm talking even the janitors fired. All of it. Turn the lights out in a building. Make sure the building's clear. Detonate it so they can't build it back. It's got to go. You know why? This country did just fine without the FBI. We've only had the FBI for a little over 100 years. We did great before them. We'll do great after them. This country did just fine without the CIA. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. They are completely weaponized against the American people. They are liars. They are disinformers. And they are far more dangerous than the Russians they lied about. We'll end it there. Vince is up next. Stay tuned. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.